yo what is going on everybody we are back by the grace of god i hope everyone had a good week i hope you were blessed again i hope you were blessed today we're talking about another topic that was on my instagram story someone said man something that they want to know more of or want to learn how to do or something that they just struggled with was consistency so that's what we're talking about today consistency how to stay consistent and without further ado man let's just get straight into it so there are a lot of uh, uh disciplines in life it's not where discipline will come up again there are a lot of things in life that require us to be consistent if you want good results in anything you have to be consistent one example that I have is Kobe Bryant, bro. Kobe Bean Bryant, number 24. Um, He was consistent in everything that he did. There is a term called the Mamba mentality, bro. Discipline, which engulfed discipline and consistency, but Kobe was Kobe because he was consistent. Now, if you want to go to the gym, I'm talking about if you want to weight train. If you want to go to the gym... Um, one thing that you realize is that you don't have gains the first time you go to the gym and walk out the door. There are zero gains. Zero. You look the exact same. And that's why it's extremely hard for some people um, at the gym. I understand. It's a mental thing. It's mental. It's all mental. Especially going to the gym, dieting, juicing, whatever. It's mental, bro. But as you stay consistent with it, it becomes something that's a lifestyle. Same with breaking bad habits and starting new ones. There's a book called Atomic Habits. Now, that book talks about, which I just recently found, read. I read it a couple months ago, like two months ago. I finished it. It took me like a month and a half. It's not that long, but I was just wasting time. That book is about how you can um, start new habits, man. Atomic Habits is the concept or the idea of small incremental changes every day he says man if you get one percent one percent better every day by the end of the year you are 37 times better so it's like about small incremental changes man Uh, breaking bad habits making new ones you have to be consistent with it though now when it comes to and again first uh going back to atomic habits that's something that i'm still learning man i'm so inconsistent with waking up in the morning and making my bed it's really a discipline thing and again that word discipline will come up but now, when it comes to interpersonal consistency, like just relationships and and being in this uh, romantic relationship, being there, showing up and being supportive, being consistent in it is going to strengthen any relationship. You know, there are things that are, those like things like that uh, require two parties. You know what I'm saying? When it comes to the gym, it's just you. But when the other person sees you showing up sees you being intentional, being consistent with the way you're treating them, the way you're acting, you're who you are, man. It is bro, it strengthens it strengthens the relationship. Um and those are just some examples of things that require consistency and just like anything in life, everything starts as a discipline, which then leads to a lifestyle. And like tell me this for the gym goers out there who've been going to the gym for a while, I promise you you love going to the gym, but you still hate leg day. Even if you love leg day, you still question every single time why you get when you get on that squat rack. I mean, when you get on the leg press squat rack, when you set up to do lunges, you're like, why am I doing this? 
Like that's something in the moment that you hate doing. But because the gym is a lifestyle, bro, you're going to do it anyway. You know what I'm saying? And that's the difference. That's what consistency breeds, bro. It breeds a lifestyle change. Now, being consistent in your walk with God is something that's very similar but very different at the same time. Why? Because the only way to draw near to God is through prayer, seeking his face, humbling yourself, uh, praying. He was going to, you know what I'm saying? Prayer and reading of the word, reading of his word, getting to know who he is, spending quality time. The reason why it's difficult is because not only are there principalities and powers, not only is there opposition, um, but those are two things that require consistency and discipline. It's like a twofold thing, bro. How many times have you picked up your Bible and fell asleep or got tired immediately? That's weird, isn't it? How many times have you um, said, dang, I really want to lock in? But that's when everything started to turn up. It's when your phone was going crazy. People were on moves. The minute you say to yourself, dang, I want to sit down, read my Bible, that's when things really, you know what I'm saying? Hey, bro, we're about to hoop. You trying to pull up? So it takes like, again, it's the word discipline. And I'm going to give some verses because I just don't want it to be me. I'm, what am I talking about? So Proverbs 16.32. This is a verse that is so dear to my heart, man. And let me just read it real quick. I'm going to read it, then I'm going to paraphrase what it's saying. So, so Proverbs 16.32 says, He who is slow to anger is better than the mighty. And he who rules his spirit than he who takes the city. Essentially, what that's saying is if you think a veteran, if you think a war hero is strong, bro, it takes more strength to have self-control. It takes more strength to put things into practice through discipline. It takes more strength to discipline yourself. That's all it's saying. If you think someone who's conquered, oh, I'm big and strong. No, bro. The one who's self-controlled is strong. You know what I'm saying? So discipline and self-control all tie into how to stay consistent, how to be consistent. And I'm, I want to give you this visual. Um, recently, Apple made this one of their Apple Watch watch face possibilities or options. So if you have the solar watch face on, the sun in the middle and the planets rotating around, look at your watch. But think of like the, at the, the solar system, right? Think of the sun and the earth moving around. Consistency revolves around discipline very close together man um god set the sun in place he set the earth just close enough so it won't burn the consistency maybe even closer than that bro to discipline you know what i'm saying and that's something that i really want to drill into your understanding if you struggle with how to stay consistent how do you get to the point in your walk with god where you enjoy it well it starts as a discipline just like everything else and then there's the other aspect of being in relation with someone who you just want to be there for because you like them, you want them, you want her, you want him. And that's that's part two. You know what I'm saying? After I talk about this. So it's easy to get distracted when wanting to be consistent. Like I mentioned, it's not only because we have opposition, but it's just that it's by who wants to sit and read a book when they have their phone on? Who wants to read a book on their phone when they have Instagram? You know what I'm saying? And going back to that book, Atomic Habits, Make it unattractive. Make distractions unattractive. I'm going to make this as practical as I can. Make your bad habits harder. That's another point in the book, Atomic Habits. So what do I mean by that? Delete the app. Even if it's something is reading a chapter, a verse, a cluster of verses a day. It starts off as a discipline. Delete the, delete the distraction. Make distraction difficult. Make it hard. 
if you know your phone's blowing up, but you got to tap in with your walk with God. Set a certain time each day. Um, Put a timer on your phone, bro. It starts with as a discipline. Put a timer on your phone. Let me give you an example. For me, um, a couple when I was in junior year of college, I would I'd locked in with myself and I said, "Dang, I really need to start praying more." I said, "I really need to lock in with prayer because my relationship with God is not there, and I want that to. I want to. This is what I told myself. I said, "I want to be someone who who can junior year. I want to be someone who can spread the word of God, man. I want to be someone who can teach other people." But I didn't have a relationship with God myself. So I resolved, dang, bro, I really got to start praying for real. Let me lock in with that. And this is how my prayer started. I would get in my car. I would say, Lord God, I pray for safe traveling mercies in Jesus' name. Amen. I'll get to my destination. Lord God, thank you for keeping me on the road in Jesus' name. Amen. And I promise you that went on and on and on. It started as a small incremental change in my lifestyle, which led to deeper prayers, which led to an actual prayer life. You know what I'm saying? Which led to me uh, uh, acknowledging God in all my ways and being led along the path. Which led to me praying to God first before I go to anybody else. That's what discipline can do. That's what consistency is. I really feel like consistency is another word for discipline. Um, But remaining consistent requires you to tap in with yourself and choose what's important. There's one thing that no one else can do for you is make your own choices. God won't even do that. He can't. That's against his divine law and he keeps laws. God will not go against your own choice. That's something you have to lock in on. I cannot help you with that. What I can help you with is practically putting things in place so that it makes it easier to go with what you choose to do. Tip like it's the harder thing to do. Let me be real. It's harder, bro. It's hard, bro. And it's going to lead to a lot of discouragement and frustration. Not being able to or choosing not to, at least it, it leaves you discouraged, bro. And and that's something you're going to have to, that's something you're going to have to cultivate, man. Like consistency takes time. Well, it, it's, it's a process. Discipline is something you're going to have to cultivate. It grows as you feed it, as you put more things in place. It's going to grow. And it's going to become a walk with God, reading your Bible is going to become something that you want to do. Why? Because it's become a lifestyle. Um, and this is the thing. We tend to think of a walk with God as just a one-way thing, bro. We tend to think of it as just like God's waiting for you with his arms crossed like about time. I'm going to wait here for you to get here. No. No, bro. The Bible clearly states if you draw near to God, he will draw near to you. Now, what does that look like? That looks like even if you give 20%, God's giving 100. He's drawing near to you. All God needs is for you to desire how to be consistent in your walk with him. And he's going to make it known to you. He's going to draw near to you. God does not need, obviously you have to be 100% in with him, but God does not need like a full strength. He does not need, for, God even says, man, in Paul, in 2 Corinthians 12, 7 through 10, my strength is made perfect in, in weakness. When you're weak, that's when everything can be fully done by me. So just by you even desiring consistency is a form of you drawing near to God. Just by someone even desiring how to pray, that's a form of them drawing near to God. And the Bible says, as you draw near to him, he will draw near to you. 
So, man, I know people who haven't read their Bible, who haven't read their Bible in years. I know people who who haven't, you know, what I'm saying prayed and bro. The fact that you have the desire like that, I got to lock in. That's the Holy Spirit. Bro, oh, my goodness. No one can no one on earth, no human being without the spirit of God residing within them. No one can get you closer to God except the Holy Spirit. Jesus says, no one can come to me unless the Father draws him. Nobody. So I want to tell you, man, I want to encourage you, put things in place. If you haven't read your Bible in years, set a timer on your phone for an awkward time, a weird time. Just open up your Bible, read a verse, read a chapter. I promise you, as you as you put these things in place, it's going to be it's going to not only become easier, it's going to become enjoyable. And when it's enjoyable, that's something that you want to do. How many times have I looked at my analytics on my phone and seen the hours going crazy? One time, which made me take that three month break off of social media. I deleted all my accounts, not just the app. I had to. I looked at my phone and it said 12 hours on average per week, per day. And obviously, no, I wasn't just scrolling for 12 hours. It was YouTube uh, shows, whatever. But, bro, how much time do we have in the day? How much time are we given in a 24-hour period? And how much of that time do we spend um, either binge-watching YouTube, basketball, hoops? And I'm not saying you can't have a life, bro. Like, I'm not. Jesus came to give us life. All I'm saying is, man, if you if you're not making time for God and I'm not talking to people seeking consistency, I'm talking to people who complain about not being consistent, but being consistent in everything else. Man, how many times have we been there where we like. Where we promise ourselves, man, I'm gonna just watch one TikTok video. And spend time watching like for an hour, 30 minutes, let's be real, bro. it's easy to get distracted, bro. Man, I'm gonna give y'all another story about my personal walk with God. It was co it was quarantine 2020, March. I came home, a couple months went by. I was like, dang. All right, I really need to uh, tap in with my walk with God. And at that point in my life, I hadn't read a book. I'm gonna be honest, I haven't read a book in like five years. If I'm being honest, the last book I read at that point was like back in high school. So I was like, all right, but what better way to grow near to God and like complete one of my bucket list items? And to read the Bible because I was I wanted to read and I wanted to get close to God. So why not read and get close to God simultaneously? You know what I'm saying? And it, it started it had to start off as a discipline. It had to start off as something I did not want to do, but did it anyway, like the gym, like breaking bad habits. And as time went on and I promise you, as you draw near, he's going to draw near to you. As time went on, I was like, oh, shoot, this book is crazy. And not only am I reading this, not only am I learning historical facts, but I'm gaining a relationship with God. You know what I'm saying? I'm gaining a closer prayer life with God. It's not just about facts. At that point in my walk, at that point in my life, um, I was determined not to know the facts, not to look the part, but to like really be the part. And that's something that really changed my life as well. So, it, man, again, it comes down to cons- um, discipline and self-control. Be disciplined enough to put things in place so that you're not do, uh, com- uh, repeating the loop of bad habits. But yeah, man, when it comes to consistency, I want you to know 
that it really just takes you choosing at the at, uh, initially something you don't want to do. But make it attractive, man. Make it, you know what I'm saying? Make it attractive. Make it um easy. Put things in place to where like this and this is another thing I, I I did and I was telling people to do or I was when they would come up to me and ask questions like this, I'll be like, "Hey man, have you have you tried so and so?" So I would put a timer on my phone at 6 p.m. every single day. So when that timer went off, I would stop everything I was doing, come down to my my little secret place and just pray. And at that time, that was the one prayer I prayed. Again, it started off as those little car prayers, those little 30 second prayers, but it turned into that. And that was the one prayer I prayed all day. If I didn't go nowhere, the one prayer I prayed all day. And over time, it became more habitual, which then over time, and again, it's it's not so much about being habitual. It's about making it a lifestyle. It did become habitual. You feel me? Like at times I would just pray because the time went off. And then as I saw that, I was like, dang, why am I doing that? I took the timer off and then it just became like a lifestyle. Again, it's something that you have to be determined about. It's something you have to want. If you want a, a walk with God, you have to want it more than you want to go hoop. And again, for those who may be like, dang, bro, I can't have a life. I'm not saying you can't hoop. I'm not saying you can't have a life. All I'm saying is if you want to do something, you're going to make time to do it. And I, I promise you, if you want to draw near to God, but expect things to put, be, you know what I'm saying, in opposition to that. Expect the group chat to be jumping as soon as you uh, tap into uh, your your Bible time, your study time, whatever. It doesn't have to start big. Don't let anybody tell you it has to start big. Like I said, as God sees you drawing near to him, he will draw close to you as well. It doesn't have to start by as nothing crazy, but... It has to start. That's all. The point I want to make is it has to start. It has to start. Put things in place. Set a timer. Do anything, bro. I promise you, as you keep going, as you keep moving, bro, it just becomes something that's so automatic. You know what I'm saying? And it has to start as a discipline. It has to start with you choosing. It has to start with that. Um. Yeah, what else am I missing? Um. How to stay consistent. We must pray. We must seek God's face. We must uh, 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 seek his counsel after everything. Before everything, after everything, I'm sorry. Um, There are things that we got to do as Christians. The things that don't start. Like the Bible even says, man, we're born and shaped in iniquity. Our natural inclination is against God, naturally. And you know what's crazy? Oh my goodness, I'm so happy I remember this. I was reading the, the, the story of the fall of man, Genesis chapter 3. And I heard someone explain it like this. The Bible says that it's kind of off topic, but natural inclinations that just triggered that. The Bible says that the first Adam, Jesus, if you didn't know, Jesus is called the second Adam. Through one man sent into the world, through through another man came life to all beings. Jesus is known as the second Adam in the Bible. Um, this is what, and oh my gosh, the Bible also instructs men to love their wives as Christ loved the church. I heard someone explain it like this. Adam should have, this is what Adam should have done in the garden when Eve fell. Just like Christ gave himself up for the church, man, Adam should have been like, oh God, I I know what was done. I, I know, you know what I'm saying? That she fell. I know, but take me instead. That's what Adam should have done. But you know, what's crazy 
Adam chose to die with Eve rather than die without her. I mean, Adam chose to yeah die with Eve rather than leave without her. And in my head, while I'm thinking about that, I'm like, yeah, isn't that the natural thing to do? Like, I would do that too. And it just clicked like that, bro. Sin really passed down from that guy to every single being on earth. Because, yeah, it's the natural thing to do for us. Because of him. It makes so much sense to me. Like, yeah, I would rather die with my... Because of him. You know what I'm saying? So our natural inclination is sinful, bro. We're inclined to sinful things because through one man, sin entered the world. It's It makes so much sense why he did that. It's not supposed to. You know, that's why Jesus, that's, oh my God, that's why we need Jesus Christ. That's why God's ways are not our ways, nor his thoughts are thoughts, bro. I just said that, I went on a little rant, but that really just touched me. That really, you know what I'm saying? The natural inclination thing, bro, I just had to share it. Um, But yeah, I hope y'all are blessed. I don't think this had to be that long, but I hope you guys are blessed. I hope this touched you. Again, consistency starts with discipline. It starts with you putting your pleasures to the side. So that you can be in the presence of God. And hey, if I'm being real, the presence of God may seem very boring to begin with. But I promise you, you showing your desire for consistency shows God that, dang, he wants to draw near to me. And the Holy Spirit is doing that within you. So God will not leave you alone to do this on your own. That's a bar. I promise you, you're not in this by yourself. You have other people. Get an accountability partner. Find someone to do a devotional with. Consistency is difficult, I know. It's not easy. I want you to know, bro, that God sees you. God will help you. God will send other people your way. <sighs> bro, I promise you. So, yeah, consistency is difficult. But as it becomes a lifestyle, as you keep doing those incremental changes in your life, um, it's going to be something that it's going to be natural. It's going to be second nature. It's going to become your life. And a walk with God, Christianity is not like a, a title. It's it's a lifestyle. It, it's a literal relationship. And that make it, it. Oh, my goodness, man. But yeah, that's it, man. That's all I got to say. I hope y'all are blessed. I hope y'all were blessed. If you were, man, please share. Uh, please leave a review. Anything a one to one star, two, three. It doesn't matter. Um, if you learn something, I appreciate you. Um, and yeah, man, peace.